This is the MS Show, the podcast for people with multiple sclerosis and their families who want information and inspiration. I'm Bron Webster. I've been living with MS for over 20 years. I'll be sharing with you tips, stories and ways to keep going with MS. Welcome to part two of Holly Ford's diagnosis story. Yeah, so they're automatically saying that it's got to be within this 15-year window. Um, and what does Docrovus do? Does it halt the progression? Yeah, so it's supposed to um, uh, stop the progression of the disease, um, but it's not as effective on primary progressive as it is relapsing remitting. Um, but um, my cons- so my um, consultant in Milton Keynes, prior to it being approved, had already referred me to a hospital in London as they were starting mm-hmm. a trial on it, on this right. drug that he wanted he wanted me to get on. Yeah. Um, so I'd seen. Ocre- was this Ocrevus? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 So he referred me to the London hospital, and. It got it got approved while I was waiting to see the consultant in London. Yeah, and yeah, and um, he, my consultant in Milton said no, still go because he wasn't sure how long it would take me to get on it in Mil- Milton Keynes because I'd have to go to Oxford. So he said just it's best to go to the appointment in London. So I went, mm-hmm. and um, the consultant there was unsure about my diagnosis. So oh, yeah, I know. He thought I had. Um, it's very uncommon, but he thought I had progressive relapsing remitting. I think it's called. And right. um, I'd never heard of this type of MS before, but it is out. There. Me neither. Me neither. <laughs> and because um, when I got home from that hospital appointment, I sort of had a look about it, and yeah, it's out there, just not very many people. And um, <laughs> he said. Oh, I'm going to send you for some more MRI scans and a lumbar puncture. And I said, Ouch. okay. Yeah, I'd never had one of them before. And then um, my MRI scans were fine. It was all in the same day. So I had the MRI a bit later. And then I was a bit late for my lumbar puncture. But luckily, they could still do it. But um, it was my first lumbar puncture. And um, it really was a pain it's meant to take 40 minutes he he got the needle in but no spinal fluid was coming out Uh-oh. um so it it took him a, about 10 maybe 12 rough goes it wasn't his really? fault i don't think yeah i think it was my body not wanting to give and him I'm, the fluid and i guess this team that you were seeing in london must do hundreds of these lumbar punctures yeah exactly yeah i would think so is it is it the big scary thing that everybody says it is then because i know a lot of people say oh i'm really scared of having a lumbar puncture is it that bad on a scale of one to ten no i was really scared prior to having it but after i had it it was probably like a a four it really Really? wasn't that bad it wasn't it wasn't pleasant but it was bearable you yeah. get numbed and things. It it was fine. Nothing to worry about. Good. I'm glad you've said that. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so what happens with all this extra second, second, third diagnosis attempt? Yeah. At this so point, 
Yeah, so um, after I went back for my results, he agreed that I had primary progressive MS. I just thought, what a waste of hospital time and hospital money sending me for scans that... Again. Again, and he's said I've got the same thing. Yeah. So I felt felt a bit bad, but he wanted to do it. So then on that day, because the transport comes and picks me up and takes me to London, Mm. and... um, they picked me up and we, me, me and mum went and um, I took my walker because I had to be able to, to get the drug. I had to be able to walk 10 metres or maybe 20. And um, we took my walker and it was um, the consultant in London. The first time I met him, he was like, oh, um, I hear you've done loads of work for the MS Society. <laughs> my <laughs> consultant in Milton Keynes, I'd told him. And then... When I went back after the MRI and lumbar puncture, there was um, him, the London MS nurse, about four or five students that were learning. So then I had to walk. I was really under pressure. <laughs> I had to walk. Everybody watching you and cheering you on. Yeah, everyone watching me. And then um, he said, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> you've done it. <laughs> you've passed. You've made the grade. Yes, exactly. And then he said I'd start in the January. Um, so which year is this? Where are we, where are we up to now? Is so this, this January? Will be January 2020. This year? Yeah, this year. I've only just started it recently. But in the December, there was someone that cancelled. Um, so I, I took her, her or his place. So I actually started in the December instead. Mm-hmm. So um, you have um, two half doses um, for your first two. Um, and are you two... taking this by, um, is it a tablet? It's an infusion. Okay. Straight into your bloodstream. Yeah, I took the first two half doses in December and then my next one's in June. But I don't think that that will be going ahead due to the current Yeah. COVID. They're having to make some changes at the minute, aren't they? Yeah, exactly. So, and how were you after you'd had your infusions? He said that in the younger patients, my con- Gavin Gibioni said that um, in the younger patients, sometimes there is some improvement. And I have seen some improvement. So my... Have you? Yeah, my legs are lifting up a lot easier. My bowel has got a bit better. So that's good. So only two, but two is better than none yeah but that's really positive yeah so i was thinking that is really positive i might have more improvements next time and you have to carry on doing it is it it like an annual thing that they do yeah so it's every six months now so june and december oh fingers crossed that when we do sort of come out of the lockdown and you get your next infusion that it continues to help so it's in your case it's possibly better than just halting it where you are you might actually be making some strides again yeah so exactly that is yeah. really good yeah so just sort of coming back to the whole ms diagnosis how are you feeling how did you feel at the time and how do you feel about it now at the time i think i was in denial because even though i was doing things I was trying to work I was doing things after work 
I wasn't giving my body time to, to rest. I was just going as I was prior to diagnosis. Yeah, I wasn't going to mm. the gym, but um, I'm still trying to do everything else. But then now I know more to, I need to listen to my body a lot more. If I'm tired, take a, a 15 minute chill out. Yeah. And have a rest. And have you sort of changed, has it changed your life? Yeah. Dramatically. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, like I say, I was working full time and I'm not now. Mm. Just more things like if someone asks me to do something, um, I'll think to myself, oh, I can't really do that. That's going to tie me out too much. But before I would have been like, yeah, sure. Like at the beginning of my diagnosis days. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's an awful amount of change, a huge amount of change that you've gone through in a relatively short space of time. Um, yeah. uh, I just think, I just think you're awesome. You're awesome to do that and to be talking <laughs> to, to be talking to us about your experiences. I just think it's brilliant. It's really <laughs> well done. Thank you. Okay. So Holly, um, what do you think is the biggest positive change that's come about since your diagnosis? I would say I put myself um, first a lot more now. I always think if I'm going to be able to do that, if it's going to be too tiring, if my friends ask me to go somewhere or do something, I will always think, or oh, am I going to be able to do that prior to first days early ms days um i would never have thought like that i would have just been like yeah let's do that and were you one of those people who would always go with what other people wanted and you'd sort of put yourself out there and say yes i'll do that yeah exactly i i would always put other people first for me yeah yeah and you've learned about the importance of putting yourself first I think that's a really, really big positive change that you've brought about by necessity. I know that it is by necessity, um, but it's obviously something that you've learned and that's really helping you. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. And what about if um, somebody that you knew or a friend had just been diagnosed with multiple sclerosis, what would you say to them? What advice or just words of wisdom would you pass on? I would just tell them they need to listen to their their body. That's probably one of the most important things, um, to listen to their body and do what their body needs. And um, Mm -hmm. it's okay to sort of be upset about it. It is a life-changing thing. Like, at first, I would always... Mm hide my emotions like very life-changing and um it's okay to have a cry if they want to let their emotions out absolutely yeah or to rant and rage or however you deal with all these different feelings that might come your way yeah yeah definitely definitely and then okay so what about in the current situation did you get a chance to think about how you would help somebody that was either recently diagnosed or awaiting diagnosis while we're in lockdown? People can see if they've got like a local NS group 
chat to people um social media is a good one to chat mm -hmm. to people with ms or going through the through diagnosis a lot of people join these um facebook groups before they've even been diagnosed and have or, you found those supportive yeah definitely um they're very yeah. supportive yeah so social media and then find a local ms group so the ms society run them don't they yeah, and I think the MS Trust do as well. Okay, so dotted around the country. You can look them up online, obviously. Yes. So, yeah. Okay. So even though we're in lockdown, don't feel that you're alone. Exactly, yeah. Even though we're yeah. in lockdown. Um, and it might be possible, I guess, to go out physically, but there are things that you can get to and talk online. So, yeah. Don't suffer on thinking nobody's there for you because there are people there for you. Even if you think that's where your diagnosis is heading and you're not actually officially diagnosed, you can still reach out and find support. Yeah, yeah definitely. Okay, all right. How about if you could be anywhere in the world, so we're no longer locked down, you could be anywhere in the world with your favourite drink, which doesn't have to be an alcoholic drink, where would you be and what would you be drinking? I would be in Cyprus, mm -hmm. probably with a nice um, cocktail, quite like a um, Long Island iced tea. Okay. That in the sun with the pool nearby. Just luxuriating. Yes, I love the sun. Do you? <laughs> Yeah. And does it love does it love you? Because some people say that they can't sit in the heat anymore. But are you doing all right when you're in the heat? No, unfortunately, I can't <laughs> sit too long. That's why it's good to have a pool because then that sort of cools you down. Yeah, and then sit in the sun for a bit longer. But no, I used to when I was first diagnosed. I had a holiday like a month later, already booked. And um, I went to the Dominican Republic and I was fine. But then last year I went to Cyprus and it was too hot. I couldn't, I couldn't hack it. I tried mm. to stand to get into my wheelchair from the sunbed to go to the pool. And um, I couldn't even stand. It was not great. No, that's not good. Not good at all. So it's just about as well. That's another thing that you've got to be thinking about all the time is where am I going to go when I'm going on when I'm going on holiday lots to think about now isn't there definitely yeah there is. yeah so Holly it's been great talking with you for the MS show today thanks ever so much and um wish you we wish you all the very best for the future you too thank you very much for having me <laughs> thanks Holly no worries bye Thanks so much for listening to today's MS show. Please subscribe, rate and review this podcast. And if you'd like to get more involved with the MS show, why not join our Facebook community? Just search Facebook for the MS show. Come back soon for another dose of MS information and inspiration. You've been listening to the MS show podcast.